Okay, welcome back, all of you geriatric beachgoers. <laughs> To the fifth annual collection of the 31 amazing horror movies in October, we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I'm your host, Otis, and tonight, like always, I am joined by the Spooky Movie Squad, and that squad consists of Katie. Hey. Emma. Oh, hey, it's me over here in the Emma face. <laughs> and Mike. <laughs> okay, now where do I where do I talk? Where do I look in the camera? I uh, hold on, let me get my glass. You just see okay. I think I got this. Yeah, um, I'm over here. Grandpa, back up. Grandpa, please, back up. <laughs> Hold on, wait, I gotta figure out this crazy contraption. Okay, 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 we're good, we're good, we're good. Jesus, Grandpa, come on. <laughs> so sit... <laughs> so sit back and relax, enjoy our review of the 2021 American horror thriller film, Old, uh, it's only a matter of time. That's not bad. True. Yeah. Factual. Hit that music. Boogies, everyone. This is episode seven of the fifth annual Halloween Screamathon. And boy, howdy, uh, we are checking out one of the newer M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan, I'm going to say it right because I enjoyed the movie. If this was to happen in your Shalama, my man. <laughs> but another M. Night Shyamalan film uh, called Old. So for the uninitiated, this the plot follows a group of people who find themselves... Uh, aging very very fast on a secluded beach that's that's kind of it and it is very much all the things they are dealing with uh with what was it every two every hour was every, every 30 minutes was two years i think yeah something like that or an hour was two years but that's what it was yeah, yeah every half hour was a year and them trying to figure it out. This movie is very science fiction-y. Uh, a little too science fiction-y. I don't think he wrote this. He did not write this. This is based on a French and Swiss graphic novel called Sandcastle. And I have ordered this and it is on its way. So That's a pretty cool name for this kind of absolutely. subject. I like that a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I... I I was when we were sitting there, I was like, he couldn't have wrote this. This is pretty legit. I'm not saying he can't write solid stories. It's just it felt different from everything else he does. No, he, you know, checked out this adaptation. Actually, he got the graphic novel as a Father's Day gift. And he's like, damn, this is nice. Someone should make this into a movie. And he was like, oh, me. And then he did it. <laughs> so. Uh, this film, it it is an ensemble cast, and I'm starting to realize I actually enjoy ensemble casts because everybody's a pretty solid actor, hopefully, and or actress, and everybody gets their moment to shine in the light. 
So this one has a lot of really cool people that I enjoy, like Gail Garcia Bernal. He is the voice of who in Coco? Hector. So he's uh, the way I said it was he was he was a good skeleton. Good grandpa. Yeah, he good, was the dad. Yeah, good grandpa. And he also he was also the uh, the conductor, conductor in Mozart in the Jungle. Oh yeah. And werewolf by night. Yes, he he was the werewolf in yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that He's black fine. and white. That black and white made him like look different. And I think his hair was—he had makeup on too, like his like eyeliner and that short. But yeah, that was him. I'm pumped. Hopefully, he pops up in more Marvel stuff. That's okay. You'll see him. You'll see him in color very shortly when it comes out on Disney Plus in color for some reason. Oh yeah. Fun fact: <laughs> His BFF forever is Oscar Isaac. They're just together. They're just skipping down the street. And I love it giggling <laughs> i love it so much <laughs> uh rufus sewell uh boy howdy uh, he's the villain in this movie and he's a, usually a villain in all the goddamn things he's in he has yep. a very mean face he's a bitch the second i saw him i was like oh, that's a bad guy <laughs> mm-hmm. we have alex wolf uh you remember not midsummer but hereditary he was the son in hereditary dealing with everything falling apart around him boy howdy i felt bad for him that whole movie <laughs> Isn't he the nerdy kid in Jumanji? Yes, he is. Yeah, that's where I remember yeah, him from. I, I went the horror route. I don't think about Hereditary ever. That's a shame. It's a great movie. Disagree. <laughs> Ken Leung. So for half a second, I thought this was the guy from the first Captain America movie that said, dude, I'm from Fresno. It's not I'm from him. Fresno, I'm from Fresno, Ace. Ace. Yeah, that's not him. Because I was being racist. Sorry. But he is in x-men three x-men one and x-men three he he's got the porcupine power his he pops the the little you know spots out of his body technically you're supposed to be like the one chick that does the bones but it got stupid so he's also uh in lost you're right you're right and her name is mbeth davids now when i saw her toward the end of this movie i was like why does this lady look so familiar Oh, my Lord, it's Miss Honey from Matilda. And she pops up in this movie. And I was like, I love you. I love you, Miss Honey. <laughs> She's also in tons of other things. I just like her in that. She was in Fallen with with uh, Denzel Washington. Yeah, she was. She was trying to help him out and didn't. The character from Captain America, his name is Kenneth Choi. Now, that's the one that said he's from Fresno, Ace. Mm-hmm. Good job, Katie, <laughs> for helping me out. Both named Ken, so. Oh, shit. I didn't even realize that when I read it. <laughs> but um, I'm going to ask everybody how they felt about this. But yeah, I'll do that first because I was going to hop into it. So, Emma, what did you think about the movie Old? I really liked it. Um, the twist was not awful, but I I really, really enjoyed this movie. It really got me in the middle and I was very uncomfortable for a handful of minutes um, as a mother, but I loved, I I really did. I loved this movie. The whole premise of it was just, ugh, I wish, <laughs> I'll get more into why I liked it later, but it just, it's hard to say why I liked it without giving away like a lot of things about <laughs> the movie. So I just really liked it. So there, Micah, go. So there, me. All right, fine. I liked an M. Night Shyamalan movie. (laughs) 
sorry, after the fucking village and that awful fucking twist, almost as bad a twist ending as fucking Disco Elysium. Fuck those two endings for ruining what could have been awesome. And M. Night Shyamalan, stick to sci-fi. You did signs. It was great. Even the sixth sense was a little sci-fi-y. Paranormal. Paranormal. Okay, we'll leave it at that. And this, that, that, was, that was good. That, that was good. I, I liked it. It was good. Okay, moving on. I really like this film. A lot of Shyamalan movies are just like, what the fuck were you going for, dude? This was garbage. And this one is definitely on the good side of it. I do feel like he had a little bit too much screen time. <laughs> I would agree. We don't. You're not an actor. You could have hired any other person to be your character in this. You're movie. not Stan Lee, bro. You don't need to make a cameo in all your films. Yeah, he's trying, and I feel like this one, his cameo was too big of a role. Um, like if it w- if it had just been the thing at the beginning, the bus driver part, that would have been fine. But then when they brought it back at the end, and I was like, that's fucking stupid. This is too much M. Night Shyamalan. Like, you're not an actor. Please stop. Um, But it was good. It was definitely one of his more thought-provoking movies. I Well, I don't even mean it in a philosophical way. I mean, like, this movie keeps you guessing the whole time. Some of his movies yeah. are just like, oh, well, very clearly, like, there's aliens. And, like, shit's going down with the aliens. We got to deal with the fucking aliens. But this one was yeah. like... There's some weird shit happening on this beach and we're going to spend an hour and a half trying to figure out why and how and what exactly is happening to us. And we have we have a limited amount of time to figure it out. And like all this crazy shit was happening and it was definitely one of those ones that makes you keep guessing the whole time. And I really like horror movies that do that. We haven't yeah, watched a sure. lot lately that do that. And I like it. So, yeah. Katie, I agree and disagree with what you said about his movies, uh, Shalamanan. There's usually a underlying theme, which is more sometimes more important than the scary main idea. Like in The Sixth Sense, yeah, it's about a kid that can talk to ghosts, but the main idea is all about loss, and sometimes you gotta let go and learn to live with people being gone. And how a lot of the people in that movie could not let go. In, uh, and how you just got to swing away and yeah. break about over an alien's back. Well, it's funny. In Signs, the underlying main theme is all about faith. And, you know, when they all just realize that the mom set up everybody to be in the right place at the right time for this alien invasion in the future. And you, they just all had to believe. But. It, it, it it's always funny there's always some underlying thing in this one it's just people uh, what about the village otis what did the oh, village have that was underlying that was weird. don't trust your know. elders because there's airplanes out there yeah that one was weird <laughs> don't trust religions correct yeah. blanket statement yes it has such a weird movie um but in this movie in old there's multiple underlying things but I think a lot of it because with the fact that in hours people will actually just die of old age, it seems to be people trying to, I don't know, accept and live or, I don't know, 
it's an odd thing. I know one couple and they had their fears of things from the beginning, but then towards the end, they're like, okay, cool. It It's weird. For different groups, there are different things that they're aiming for. Like I said, he's really good at adding different layers to it, but he can't even say that he did it because the graphic novel probably had the same themes in it. So he just kind of made it live action and added stuff. So um, I liked it. It was really cool. A really cool idea. It's science fiction as fuck. Um, it, I will say the graphic novel, the ending, it does not explain why and how it just happened. In this movie, there is absolutely a reason for why the beach makes people old. And that was the big change. And a lot of people said, like, you should have just followed the graphic novel. It would have been better if there was no reasoning. But then the ending would have to be different because it's if you know why somebody did it, you can fight back, you know? So I understand why he changed it, but it's a fun one. It's a really fun one. So this film, you can find it on just about any app out there. I believe on Freebie, you can watch it for free, but there's commercials. Uh, we, I believe we put our pirate hats on and watch this movie. So, um, but it's a pretty solid one. I would say give it a shot if you have time. 109 minutes. So it's, like I said, it's right in the pocket. It's a perfect length and it's just a treat for the eyes. So we'll get through this story pretty quick. When they get to the beach, uh, it just moves at that point because it's just scenes like crazy graphics, not graphic because PG-13. And honestly, a lot of his movies, they aren't that gruesome except the happening. The first 20 minutes of the happening is pretty gruesome, but he's pretty cool with not showing that much blood or violence. And I'm fine with that because if you can hear or kind of see stuff, you understand what's happening. You know, it still gets the job done. So so how is she split? Is she split long way or, or in half? Like like this hot dog bun? Yeah. This bagel. <laughs> Her hat kept getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> okay. So we meet up with the Kappa family, a Kappa, and it's Guy and Prisca. And their two children, Maddox and Trent. And so they are on a vacation at a tropical resort as a family vacation. Everything looks great. This family will never, ever break up. Actually, they are super duper going to break up. So it it seems that Prisca is having some medical issues. And so she has a, I think at, at this point in the movie, I think they say it's just a tumor or a lump. Later on, they figure out what it is. But I think at the beginning, she, she said... a tumor, a small benign tumor. Yes. And so it, having a tumor and, and have, dealing with medical issues and the fact that at the beginning, they don't explain why, but the husband and wife, they are splitting up and getting a divorce. They realize that that is a lot to put on two kids that, hey, your mom is sick and she might die and we're not going to be together. That's a lot. So... They have stayed together for a bit so they can deal with everything one by one. And so they are going on a final family vacation with the kids. So uh, it's funny. They try to hide things from the kids, but they're not against just arguing one room over about everything. And the kids are smart and they understand that there's a problem happening. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's, it's so dumb. They're like, 
let's not tell Bella that we're splitting up. It's like, I hate you so much. And Bella's like, oh, it's why yell if you're going to, I don't get it. People are stupid. So um, while at the resort, uh, Guy and Prisca, they get complimentary drinks from the hotel. And it looked really spiffy and specific and looked really cool. And the children, they befriend, is it Idlib? Idlib, a very, very cute little child. He is the nephew of the resort manager. And so Trent and Idlib, they run off and they're playing the game of, hey, what's your name and what do you do? Okay, Jackson. <laughs> yeah, as soon as this kid came on screen, it was like, what's oh. your name and occupation? And Emma and I watched it separately and I literally was sitting there watching it next to her and I was like, okay, fucking Jackson. As soon as that happened, she's like, yeah, I said the exact same thing. He will literally pull up to the Target parking lot for like the drive up pickup and the person bringing the stuff to the car. Hi, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you from? I'm like, Jesus we'll, we'll have a DoorDash come to the door and he'll literally ask the I driver, Hey, what's your name? name? How old are you? What the fuck? Bro, stranger danger. <laughs> Next time he just has a gun in his hand. Hey, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. They're trying to like dodge the gun. They're like, oh, my name's John. Please don't shoot me. <laughs> so uh, Trent and Elib, they have a sweet little game where they, well, Elib makes these symbols and trent has to decode it uh fun fact those symbols look a lot like the son of sam symbols that he used yeah so that was just a little fun fact with that and so the next morning the manager invites the family to a secluded beach where it's absolutely beautiful and you know all the kids can't decide what they want to do well i know a really cool beach that's really quiet and your kids will absolutely love it till the end of their lives. Boom, boom, boom. You know, and there are nods, there are little bit of tinklings of what's happening here. But we see one lady have a seizure, a grand mall seizure, which is a, not a good one, at breakfast. And then her husband is like, It's all good. I'm a nurse. She's fine. She's doing better now. And she's like, Sorry for ruining everyone's breakfast. Like, you're fine. You're fine they also get invited to the beach. So we get one scene before everyone gets there earlier in the morning. And uh, there's a guy and he's watching a very half naked lady hop into the sea to swim. And he's like, cool. I'm fully naked. Fully naked. I was going to say, yeah. she was buck naked. Yeah, naked. Butt ass naked. Together. Yeah. So she goes off swimming. Oh, we'll meet up with them later. <laughs> So as they are getting driven to this secluded beach by M. Night Shyamalan, we see Charles, a surgeon, and his elderly mother, Agnes, and his wife, Crystal, and a young daughter, Kara, along with our family right at the beginning. And so they make it into the beach. And you see M. Night Shyamalan give Guy a gigantic picnic basket. And he's like, this is a lot of food for like you know a beach time for a couple of hours he's like well kids like to eat man so here's a lot of food for no reason i gotta go bye and he hops into his van and drives off really yeah, he's just like a fucking dick yeah <laughs> like later on you figure out why they're doing this and it's just like why were you such a dick man <laughs> the fuck? I, I feel people when they're close to something that they probably can't understand or they're scared of <laughs> 
uh, they want to get away from it really fast. So I understand. He's like, cool, I'll help you get over there to that thing, but I am not going past this one tree. So uh, have fun, bye. Well, why why are you giving us all this food? I feel like it's going to go to waste. It's like, well, it's enough to last you a lifetime. I mean, not that. (laughs) And uh, fun fact, uh, the food is sealed up. Maybe like it might be there for a while. Bump, bump, bump. But yes, uh, the food is all sealed off so it can last longer. (laughs) So on the beach, the families, they meet rapper Midsize Sedan is his name. (laughs) I was like, damn, that's a terrible name for a rapper. But also like what a great name for a rapper. Yeah, because no one else has done it. So you would be the only everyone would know who you are. And so that is the person we saw earlier. And boy, he's got a super duper nosebleed. And then as Trent is swimming in in the very nice water, he meets that nice naked lady that was swimming earlier in the movie. Boy, howdy. She is super dead. And so uh, everyone thinks that mid-sized sedan killed her because, I mean, he was here before they got there and his nose is bleeding. The surgeon Charles is like, oh, she probably like punched him in the nose and tried to fight him off. And then he killed her. He's like, I didn't, I didn't do it, bud. I don't know what you're doing. Even from the beginning, people are starting to just act kind of weird. And then Midside Sedan brings up that he has nosebleeds because of his hemophilia. And so his blood is thin and it's just hard for him to stop bleeding if he does start bleeding. So there's a joke from The Simpsons and Homer tells Bart, if you're ever in a fight um, and you're getting beat up, tell the person you're a hemophiliac. And then when they back (laughs) up in disgust, you kick them in the jewels. (laughs) I'll say Jesus. (laughs) So at this point of the movie, everything moves pretty damn quick. The kids are playing and they get really hungry really fast and they are just munching on food. Then we get a couple of scenes where the kids... Their voices are starting to get deeper and they're like kind of blurred out. And the little boy is getting taller, like his swim trunks are not fitting him. Yeah, he's like, hey, do you have some more trunks or something? These are getting really tight. Mom's like, what are you talking can you about? My, can you loosen my trunks? These are really tight. Like, my guy, <laughs> I'm going to fall out of these, man. And then, boy, howdy, the kids get older. Another couple come in uh jaron and patricia the lady earlier that had the grand mal seizure and she's talking to the kids maddox and trent and she asked them like how old are you guys and trent's like i'm i'm six what are you talking about you're like what 11 or 12 or something he's like no i'm six and you know maddox is like no he's he's six and i'm 11 like what the fuck like are are you fucking with us what's happening and then the mom and dad, they see their children. They have gotten older. And so the children, they just like Pokemon, they evolve to their newer forms. And hey, the older Maddox is Thomasin McKenzie. She was in The Hobbit and she was in Last Night in Soho. So it was cool to see that they like seriously evolved into a bigger form. Uh, like I said, at this part of the movie, Stuff gets real weird. Charles, the surgeon, is starting to like talk to himself and he keeps asking about a specific movie. So he keeps talking about a Jack Nicholson and Marlon Brando movie that they were together. 
there's only one movie that they were together, and that was called The Missouri Breaks. Uh, I looked up the plot. It has nothing to do with this movie. I thought it'd be some connection to it. Nah. It's, it's not about schizophrenia? No, it's about cowboys. Huh. It's just, I don't know. They, he just was thinking about this movie, and he couldn't get out of his head. So from the beginning, when I saw Charles just kind of ask questions and then attack people for no reason and be confused, I was like, oh, he's got dementia or something. Sure. And it, it's bad. He he keeps slicing people with pocket knives. Uh, mid-sized sedan gets sliced in his cheek, and then the wound heals up. There is a scar, a light scar, but it instantly healed up. And so the group realizes that they are aging rapidly on this beach and they're trying to pin down how much how time is, happening. is going by and they sit on the fact that it's probably every 30 minutes is one year of aging that's happening and everyone starts freaking the fuck out because that's not good and with the children the aging is so much more abrupt and you can see it more because... That's how they're able to kind of guess because the the adults aren't showing any signs, but the kids are definitely like, oh, well, clearly that was a six-year-old when we got here and now they're 12. Yeah. Like, that's wild. Yeah. And then uh, there is a way off the beach. You just got to w- walk through this little tunnel of rocks, but anytime people start taking steps in there, they black out and wake up back on the beach. So everybody else is like, yeah, you just walked out holding your head and you just fell out for a couple of minutes. It's like, oh, shit. So something is keeping them trapped there. And in the tree line, kind of far away, you can see something shining like a camera or binoculars. So someone is watching them struggle and grow old on this beach. Um, Like I said, at this point, things move kind of quick. Charles, the surgeon, just stabs Brendan or mid-sized sedan with his pocket knife a whole lot of times and just actually that's a little bit later I'm gonna edit that so at this point in the movie things move pretty quick uh like I said Charles he cuts mid-sized sedan with his pocket knife and it heals and then Prisca the mom they realize that she has a stomach tumor and it is the size of a softball so she is moving fast through her I don't know. The, what's the word of when a tumor grows? Just the growth of a tumor. Mm-hmm. And so Charles, the surgeon, performs surgery. He actually gets through it. He does stop a couple of times and keep asking about that damn movie. He can't remember. And he kind of has one lucid moment. But it takes Charles and the nurse and other people holding open the wound because the second you cut it, the wound starts to heal itself. And so they have to hold her wound open and they get the tumor out and it is gigantic. Yeah. When they got to the beach, her thing was two centimeters, which is like an inch big. That's that's how big it was. Yeah. And then when they pull it out of her, it is the size of a fucking small watermelon. Yeah, Yeah, it really is, though. Ginormous. It's rough. And so, hooray, she doesn't have a tumor in her body. That was the whole reason. Well part of the reason that she was splitting up with guy we'll learn a little bit more why they're not together and so at this point mid-sized sedan he discovers that the body of the girl he was with is straight up bones and so 
Prisca, because there's a Priscilla or Patricia and a Prisca. So Prisca, she looks at the bones because she works in a museum and she says this takes years for bones to get to this point where there's no meat on them and they're weathering. Mm -hmm. And so now they're like, oh, shit, this is going down. So while the, the adults are dealing with bones and things aging, the children are aging really fast. And oh no, they are going through their teen years. Two of them. Yes. The other, the older sister, Maddox, is with the adults now because yeah. she has aged up to adult yeah. age. And the children, uh, there is no adult around watching them. And they actually get it on. <laughs> oh no. And then Kara, she gets pregnant and the nurse is like she is like five months pregnant and like i've seen this and it's she's growing like they could you could watch her belly grow yeah as they were just looking at her and so kara the mom she runs off because she is so confused about what's happening and she scoots off and so kara she has her child and so there was a phrase that one of the, the adults says in the movie and i looked it up because it just it sounded kind of odd but she said the baby passed away from lack of attention. And the way she said it, I was like, that sounds different. No, lack of attention means uh, there was no food or care. And so if you think about it, 30 minutes is a year. Every second is, I don't know how many weeks. And so seconds in, if you can't feed yourself or take care of yourself, you will not survive in a world that weeks go by in seconds. And so- yeah. The child passes away because technically it did not get fed in weeks. And I was like, wow, that's wild when you think about it. Yeah. Uh, Katie was saying that to feed a baby like that, you wouldn't have enough milk. Actually, your body you may have enough because they're aging. So no, no, they're aging quick. So the mom was also aging at such a rapid rate that her milk production would be gone so fast. Like, they, after a couple of minutes, it'd be gone. After a couple of minutes, it'd be gone. And the baby, like, would need so much milk for so long to remain alive, like, to stay alive and through the, like, needing milk period. Yeah. That it would suck the mom dry. Like, there's nothing they could have done. This is the part that I was talking about earlier that this part of the movie really got me. Yeah. I The second those two came out of their little, like, makeshift fort... I fucking knew it. Yep. Yeah. And I went, this is not going to end well. And it I'm didn't. And I got really up. fucked up the second that baby cried. And it was like half a second later and it was silent. And I was like, nope, no, 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 no. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. It's, it it kind of hit me when that happened. I was like, wow, you, they are aging really fast. Like you cannot survive. If you can't take care of yourself, you are gone yeah. in this world. And so uh, it does not get better after this. Um, so Charles, his schizophrenia slash dementia is getting worse. Charles has dementia. And so he actually kills mid-sized sedan. He stabs him a whole lot uh, more than the body can heal. I'll tell you that, boy. Fucking howdy. And so they get the knife away from Charles. Um, but hopefully they hide it somewhere because he's just going to get that back. Jesus. As the day goes on, the nurse, Jaron, he he thinks about it and he's like, all you have to do 
is swim past these giant waves, get around the corner, and you can get out of here. I can do that. I'm a great swimmer. I was on swim team in high school. And then he goes off to swim. Uh, let's see if he makes it. <laughs> uh, Kara tries to climb the rock wall and climb her way out. She gets up pretty high, and then she just freezes up. So even straight ahead, trying to get out will freeze you up and make you go to sleep. Or if you climb too high, you freeze up and go to sleep. And she falls off the gigantic rock wall. And I can only imagine the second she fell and she was hurt, all the bones stitched themselves up the way she was. And if something was busted inside of her, you, you can't heal it. So she probably she probably didn't die fast. It probably hurt for a couple of minutes and then she died. Um, yeah. They don't show it, but boy, how do you, they give you the imagination for it. And I was, I, I was thinking about that. Any, any injury in this? And I was like, fuck, that would hurt so much. <laughs> so as this movie keeps going, we see that Maddox, she actually finds Jaren, the nurse, uh, she finds his body because probably the same thing happened. If you go out too far from the beach, you pass out. And he probably passed out in the water and drowned. And his body floated back to the beach. So Patricia, the wife of the nurse, suffers multiple seizures in a row. Now, she's gone multiple minutes with no seizure. And then they all just start piling up. And she dies. They can't do anything for her because she's just getting these compound seizures over and over. Guy, the dad, his eyesight gets blurry. And then the second half, I was like, oh, he needs glasses. Oh, no. <laughs> Guy can't see anything without his glasses. <laughs> and Prisca gets super duper hearing loss in one of her ears to the point where it is gone. And it's funny, the adults, they start getting wrinkles and their face and their hair starts graying and stuff. And I was like, I think that's really cool. The makeup in this, the, the visuals in this movie were really cool. Every 10 minutes, people got older. So Trent and Maddox, they find a net. Uh, so Trent and Maddox find a notebook of previous people at the beach. And one person wanted to be a science fiction writer and came up with ideas of why the beach is doing this. Uh, that comes up in the original story. And apparently M. Night Shyamalan thought it was important enough to put into this. And so, and in the notebook, there are lines saying that they are being watched. And there's more to this island than is brought up from the beginning. And so Trent and Maddox are like, yeah, people are watching us. It's like some experiment. Something's happening here. Uh, that night, Charles, he gets his knife back really easily. And he goes off on a schizophrenic dementia field stabathon. And he is slicing Guy up real good. The wounds are healing, but Guy is crazy blind. And he, all you see is blurs, and he's getting his ass kicked. So Prisca runs off and finds herself a knife to help with the fight. And she stabs Charles with a rusty knife. And they showed what happens when you get rust in your body. Rust poisoning. Really fast. And Charles melts absolutely melts in front of them and i was like oh well, he went septic in like a minute or less 
it was crazy cool to see. I was like, that's so cool and not cool. <laughs> so while that was happening, Trent and Maddox, they meet up with Crystal. So Kara's mom, and she is like in a cave hiding and she doesn't want the kids to see her. So they keep hitting matches and like looking at her. And she's like, like, put the light out. Don't look at me. I'm hideous. Her body. She's like a Beverly Hills mom, like yeah, all plastic about her looks. surgery. Yeah. Real Housewives of LA bullshit. And and her body is falling apart because she has hypocalcemia. And so she has low calcium. And without I don't know. Calcium pills. Yeah. Uh your body just breaks. And so her bones your bones are super brittle. Ruptured and they were twisting the wrong way. And she looked very very horrific. Something from a Junji Ito story. And she was instantly healing because of the effects of the island. So every time yeah. a bone would break, it would heal in the wrong position, in yeah. whatever position it broke in. Everything was setting instantly. So at this point, it is just the original family on the beach. So Guy and Prisca, the, they make amends. And you realize earlier that Prisca, she was cheating on Guy with some other dude. But guy forgives her because he's like i should have treated you better and i should have actually shown you passion so i'm sorry about that and he seems like he's he says that dude's a loser you ex you you should have something better in your life and i'm sorry i couldn't do that for you guy old guy is like what were we fighting about and prisca's like i don't know <laughs> and he's got this like old man smile on his face he's like I, whatever i'm happy i'm here with you now and she's like yeah me too and i was like that's so cool. So earlier in the movie, the thing I was bringing up earlier in the movie, Guy is afraid that he won't be able to live with Prisca, you know, through their lives, that she might leave before him and he'll have to be alone. So this beach gave them what they wanted, and that's to live till they grow old together. They got to grow old together. Sure, it happened within like three hours, but they got to do it and they got to be with each other until the end. And so Guy and Prisca, they pass away seconds after each other. And so they're back together, I guess, maybe on this weird beach. So now the next day, Maddox and Trent, uh, they are middle-aged adults now. And they make a sandcastle. And then they realize, because Trent finds another... Which now that we know the, the source material is very meta. Yeah. <laughs> And so Trent finds another message that he didn't decode. He decodes it. And the message says that my uncle doesn't like the coral. Thank you. Cause I couldn't remember if he said the hotel doesn't like the coral is like, my uncle doesn't like the coral. And so Trent's like, I think the coral may stop what's happening to our bodies. And we might be able to escape because earlier there was a metaphor with uh, like a metal tube to block yeah. out like radiation or block out you know the, beam. the effects of the yeah. thing but they didn't have a metal tube but they got a coral tube and so trent and maddox swim through this coral passage underwater coral passage and then uh maddox gets caught in the coral and it looks like they're gonna die down there and then we see the person that has been watching them it's m night Shyamalan's character so he was there the whole time watching them and then he calls and says, uh, yeah, the whole group is dead. 
Uh, yeah, they got kind of close to the coral. Yeah, but they're dead. They haven't come up. It's, I've been watching them for a minute and a half. Yeah, it's been a minute and a half, so that's an absurd amount of time for a body to be underwater, so they're dead. Yeah. Well, it's an absurd amount of time because um, teacher math me broke it down. Mm-hmm. It Every 4.93 seconds is one day. Yep. <laughs> that's, ugh, that's so creepy. Yeah. So a minute and a half for them is like, that's a long ass time for them to be underwater. Yeah. So the news is brought to the manager and then the manager goes to a lab inside the hotel. And we see that this was trial 73 of whatever the fuck they are doing. And we see that what they are doing here is the resort is a front for a research team from a pharmaceutical company and they are conducting clinical trials of new medical drugs and the fact that they can make these drugs so fast is because they test it on these people with sicknesses living subjects and they take them to the beach and so all it takes is a couple of hours and they can see what the side effects will be of some medicine that takes 12 years to happen they can they can document all these things and then they can fix these medicines for the greater good of the world. And the second it got to this point, I was like, this is so old school sci-fi. Very much a we are doing bad things, but it's for the greater good. That is such an old school sci-fi trope. Like it's just chef's kiss. This is old school. And so uh the group, they're very excited because Patricia, with her seizures, she went multiple years without having a seizure before it caught up to her. So now they are going to push this medicine ahead through the trials and get it out there so people can be saved from seizures. And I was like, damn, they're doing a good thing, but they're killing people every day probably to get to it. I'm torn. <laughs> and so we go back and see that Trent and Maddox, they did not die underwater because there were a couple of holes. So Trent got his sister out from being stuck with the coral and they swam out. And so Trent finds the cop that he talked to the day before and gives them all the info from the notebook and their experiences and tells them that this resort is killing people. Lots of people have gone missing here. You should really check this out, bud. And he's like, I'm calling all my friends. And Edlib gets to see his buddy again. So the whole movie, Edlib says, I don't have friends because no one stays. And I was like, oh, that's sad. And I was like, oh, they really don't stay that long. He'll have fun with a kid for one day. And then they go to the beach. And then they're gone. And I'm like, oh, little guy, you don't have any friends. (laughs) And so Trent and Maddox and Officer Greg Mitchell they shut down this hotel and the research area and hooray. And then Trent and Maddox are going to meet up with their family. And the cops like, don't worry guys, it'll be all right. And they're like, as far as two middle-aged kids can be, I guess it'll be fine. And I was like, holy shit, that does not reverse. They lost a lot of years of their lives. Well, they lost their parents too. So they lost everything. Yeah. They, have the 
accumulative brain knowledge of a six-year-old and an 11-year-old but are in fucking 50-year-old bodies. They're going to get back to their house that is under their parents' name and have no way to pay their mortgage, to pay their rent, to access their parents' medical or money information because their parents are deceased. But, like, it's... How are they going to make claim to their parents' money at all? Yeah, it's, like, it's a scary idea, but uh, that's not for us to worry about. No, the real-life aspect of it all is the worst part. The after the effects on those kids is going to be the worst part. Yeah. So, Emma, who is your favorite character in the movie Old? I actually said the twist was my favorite character um, because the rapid aging and the fact that they were like, mixing in trial drugs to their beverages that was it was a twist that really snuck up on me and i appreciated its potency and yeah i just i i don't know the twist was my favorite but if i had to pick an actual person person it would be the the little boy micah um well to piggyback off of that did i get the vibe right that like when they were trying to sort out what the hell was actually happening to them, they were all like, well, is, is there something about each of us that is like, you know, we did something bad and now we're, we're having to atone for it. Cause it felt like everybody started kind of like airing their shit all of a sudden and like almost like a, okay, well maybe this will help. Well, if I confess my sin, I'll be absolved and we can stop this. Get out of (laughs) here. You know? And so it kind of like takes you away from what is, actually the reasoning for it which was which was kind of cool it kind of like took you led you no come this way come this it way sidestepped yeah. A little. yeah uh my favorite character was guy was um, he kept his cool the whole time he was a broken man he was absolutely devastated you know the idea of losing his wife turns out that he actually knew that his wife was talking to somebody behind his back and just but he kept it together for as long as humanly possible, even though he was just breaking apart inside and out. And I don't know. He was just a solid character. He didn't really do a whole lot for the main part of this movie, other than being just like a central focus character. And I, I, I really enjoyed the way him and his wife went out in the end, you know, just going like, why did we ever want to leave this place? Like, it's it's fucking beautiful and then they <laughs> basically die together and it's like that's how we going out yeah. <laughs> me <That> slightly worst. <laughs> i'm going out first i don't want to live one second <laughs> you slightly first and then me losing my shit and being like no katie uh my favorite character was i think his name is idlib idlib from the hotel yeah uh he knew some shady ass shit was going on and tried to warn his friend and ended up saving his friend in the end yeah he was really the linchpin in shutting this shit down and saving the day yeah and all he wanted was friends yeah like that sucks for kids who work working in that situation where like families and stuff are coming into the hotel but they never stay very long because it's a fucking hotel like families are there to vacation and then they leave so 
those kids that are just stuck there all the time never get to make any long-lasting friendships. We can FaceTime and then grow up and become neighbors who live next door to each other with mortgages. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, that's so cute. It was really cute. <laughs> so I'm going with, I don't know, just the overall just idea of this movie was probably the coolest part. When they got to the beach and it was just like, oh shit, we have to deal with aging and and just my brain working out what the fuck that means was crazy like with the kid the newborn baby i was like that's wild when you really think about the numbers and then the one lady with her bone her marrow issue or a calcium issue and i'm like her body is just resetting itself in wrong ways that's ridiculous and the person that fell off the the side of the wall and like your body would be jacked up for half a second and then it would just fix itself wrong and then it's like you probably got bones sticking through organs because it sets that way and i'm like oh shit that's ridiculous uh it's just crazy the, the whole super aging was wild to see so emma who is your least favorite character in, in the movie old the uncle the guy that was running the hotel i just he felt shady he felt shitty right from the get-go and just the fact that he was willing to be like Oh, these people are like newly discovered that they have all these diseases and then he just I don't know he for profit people that take advantage of shit like that with people in their worst moments people in their biggest struggles like that's super fucked up. I just I didn't like him and his his moment where he was like i don't tell every guest about this but you're special i was like oh so when he first popped up at the very beginning like when they the family got off the like bus from the airport and he like offered them drinks immediately out loud i was like those are drugged yep he just looks so shady (laughs) i said the same thing (laughs) i watched it with micah's mom and I looked at her and I was like, something in those drinks. Yep. Those are spiked those for drinks. sure. Some, something's those weird are not about okay. that. That's why they said these are only for mommy and daddy. And there's a special drink bar for you. I was like, nope. Nope. <laughs> it, it definitely reminded me of uh, that like story of the, the island where there's a mad scientist. And he's like turning people into things. Like um, in The Simpsons, where he, you know, it's Doctor Hibbert, and he turns them all into different Marge animals. Marge becomes the cat. Yeah, and yeah, Homer becomes the walrus. <laughs> yeah, that's a good story. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, my least favorite character was M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> uh, like I said earlier, for somebody who's like helping with medical research, and I, I know Otis brought up maybe he was scared and wanted to get the hell out of there. He does tend to play a scared character in all of his fucking yeah. movies. But. He has like a permanent concerned face on. You know, if you want to see it, it's locked in my in my pantry. I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> Deuce. Sorry, I killed your wife again. Right. See you. He doesn't have resting like, bitch face. He has resting worry face. Right. He's like, here's here's your food, uh, and uh, you know, d- see ya. Fuck Call it. me if you need me, or just kidding. I'll pick you up at five. Bye. <laughs> Take as long as you want. And uh, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. And then, and then he's like up at the top, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I've been watching for a minute and a half." Like, wait, you you were watching them swim for a minute and a half? You you couldn't spend like thirty seconds longer to keep watching? Like, is a minute and a half the magic cutoff for holding your breath now? Like, all right, I <laughs> let's mean, all, let's all 
a minute and a half in island time is 18 days so that's a long ass time yeah but it, it just it was silly that it was like yeah i've been watching for a minute and a half i'm packing up and getting the hell out of here all right what do you got a hot date fuck you're trying to <laughs> cure, you're trying to literally cure cancer over here man what the fuck you got going on yeah, <laughs> yeah he's ready to skedaddle katie um my least favorite character was the doctor charles charles i hate rufus sewell in every role i've ever seen him in i don't think there's a single movie where i have liked his character um because he's just so good at playing a dick and this movie was no different like he was it was like okay for a minute where he was the doctor and everything was fine and he was like helping people with their like oh i like cut myself and or whatever you know he was helping figure it out and then the second his like you know the schizophrenia kicked in it was just like oh well now i'm a murderous psychopath so fuck everybody they're gonna report me and i'm gonna lose my license sir you're never getting off this fucking weird ass island so go fuck yourself usually in movies good solid scary movies you have multiple villains because that's how you do it you got the lower grade one that you have to deal with directly and then the villain that hopefully if you survive long enough you can take them out and they're usually the weaker one charles was a solid straight up villain uh it was he's cool for the same reason katie didn't like him uh he's fucking awesome like just slowly going crazy and just stabbing people and just like i gotta knife you up because i'm crazy it was really fun but the the villain of the greater good uh like i said i was troubled on the inside with this and but yeah fuck m night shalamanan just watching in the bushes like a dickhead but like i said i understand what they were going for like hey these medicines they usually take years to get right but we can do it we just gotta kill like 10 15 people every day i'm cool with that those numbers (laughs) to save the world the greater good just like hot fuzz the greater good so they were kind of poop. Okay, let's do seven word synopsis. I only have one, and it is the science behind super aging is creepy, or you could say the math behind super aging is creepy. Um, Emma and Katie have worked out little little doodlings of what a, what five seconds is, and I this that just blows my mind. It makes it even creepier that you're aging so fucking fast. You know, Katie. I have three. Fucked up, but disease cures are awesome. Yep. Nobody needed pregnant six-year-old Shalamanan. <laughs> yep. And then death beach bad rapid medicinal advancements. Good. Correct. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's, that's bad. <laughs> Micah. Time keeps on slipping into the future. <laughs> And Benjamin Button in reverse benefits medical breakthrough. (laughs) Breakthroughs. Breakthroughs. Okay. I had my one quote. It's like this. Life is like this. That that quote fucking smacked me upside the head by the end of the movie. I was like, owie. And then death and destruction buried amongst the beauty. And then my two alliterative 
Synergistic salutary seeking pseudoscientists strand several. (laughs) And then trip takes turn toward timeline twisted tropics. Nice. So this film came out July 23rd, 2021. So what do you guys think the budget for old was Katie? I said $100 dues. Okay. Emma. I'm going to severely undershoot that and say 20. Micah. $35 dues. The budget for the movie Old was $18 dues. Yeah. <laughs> Far over. <laughs> I don't know. Katie <laughs> goes, M. Night Shalomanon is breathing. I mean, to be fair, well done with that budget. My yeah. goodness. Yeah. I mean, I guess they didn't blow anything up in this one. so No. no but it's, it's still so really impressive. Yeah, but it's a fucking like private island. Yeah. It's just a lot of actors and actresses in it. Really, that's the yeah. busiest part of this movie. Yeah. So what do you guys think the box office was, Katie? I said a lot. So I'm going to lower that down and say $100 dues. Okay. Emma? $120 dues. Micah? Came out in twenty one. I'm gonna say eighty dollars. Oh fuck yeah! No, that was COVID ish. Eighty. Hey, yeah. yeah. Check out the big brain on Micah, and it was completely wrong, wasn't it? Because every no. time you compliment me, I'm always wrong. <laughs> no, you, got, you got it right. Uh, yeah, this this was a COVIDy one. Well, filmed in COVID times, but still had the sting of being kind of close to COVIDy times. So the yep. box office was $90.2 dollar dues. Still did great. Made money. Made I was going to say, goddamn. Yeah, it did great. It's just, you know, covid times. Just, I mean, M. Night Shyamalan, whatever you think about him, it's still a name that's going to get yeah, butts in the seats. Yeah, I was going to say, he still sells tickets. So. Yeah, at this point, yeah, you could still crack that out, really. <laughs> Making pretty good money. So, Minority kill count i need help with this one so patricia she passed her husband was asian it's two sedan full-size sedan yeah so that's three sedan. <laughs> <laughs> sorry Mids- <laughs> i don't know what his name was uh guy oh yeah and his wife too she was like french or something yeah, yeah she did have a sweet ass accent so that sounds like five. So now the new number is 385. In a Tito Turtle, in a house, and a plane full of vampires. So does anybody have anything else to say about the movie Old before we get out of here? Begrudgingly, I enjoyed it. It was great. It was, it was worth watching. Did anyone I, else laugh it, at the end? Oh, yes. Uh, the kid uh alex right that was his name that's his yeah. real name no, oh trent. trent when trent was like well they were talking about going to the coral or something or he was trying to convince his sister about the coral or swimming and he was like yeah like that guy was old and i'm a better swimmer than him and i was like in what fucking world is your six-year-old ass a better swimmer than him you haven't <laughs> been in the water brain. this whole time it's like you, I I did you got to this thing at six. You've been swimming for maybe you have two years experience swimming. Maybe you can barely right. not drown, and you're like, yeah, I can fucking swim better than this old ass Asian guy who was the, on the swim team. Like I did giggle. Trip. I 
Exactly. I did giggle. I mean, it was the six-year-old ego for me that was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm the bomb at that. You bet. I'm young. I can swim better than him. Sorry. (laughs) I don't even trust you to be in the ocean right now. I don't even think you can eat that food in there without choking on it, let alone going to the coral. So with that, that is the end of this episode. So if you have any cool fun facts about, I don't know, getting old or um, falling off of shit and your bones getting weird, you you can text Katie at Allentown Pod. You can email it in. Allentown Presents at gmail.com. You can Facebook at Allentown Presents. So the music you're listening to right now, that is flipping the combined effort, flipping the CE, anywhere you can find them. Studio Pizzas, thank you so much for the artwork. So this was episode seven in the books in the pocket out of sight. So we have 24 more scary movies to go over. Uh, Like I said, we've been cultivating our numbers and our movies. I'm very excited. Um, I don't know when we're doing it, but we're going to do the sequel to the really fun anthology movie we did Scare Patch. That's coming up at some point because I want to watch the second one. Um, but there's a lot of good movies out there. There's movies that uh, have just come out that I'm pumped to see. But yeah. So, like always, thank you so much for listening. And we will be back tomorrow with another scary movie. Okay, go- Bye, guys. Bye. Toots. Now that's spooky. Yeah.